Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Soul Self. I hope you are thriving and really taking advantage of this beautiful incubation period. I really admire people who realize their worth, step into their power, and level the fuck up. And it has been so beautiful to see people be disciplined in their meal plans, cooking at home, um, working out, trying new things, and overall just not burring emotions and stuff because we're stuck in this mundane routine monotonous life but the fact that like life has slowed down and things are coming up more than ever they're facing it they're facing their shadows and really nurturing their inner child and that is so crucial to live a blissful life and I'm truly ecstatic for those who have are or will be leaving jobs where they feel unfulfilled relationships that are loveless and it is so important despite the confusion and chaos that comes with it to be present and take the necessary action steps to fulfill your purpose because essentially that's what we come to this life for and you know that leads me to a lot of my sessions recently with my clients it has been things that have been brought into this lifetime subconsciously. Even for myself, which I will be sharing later in this episode, things have been carried on from other lifetimes in this lifetime. And I've pondered, you know, and maybe you need to not be afraid and pursue that one thing that you're really good at and really trust and believe that you can make money doing it. And maybe that person that you're with is really fucked up, but you've learned so much and you had a contract to fulfill and you have, and now you can be with a person who will love you the way that you deserve to be loved. So today I'm hoping to shed some insight on these things. And if you've ever wondered how many lives you've lived if you know the people in your current life from another life, or you're just wondering what the hell past lives are, today we are diving into all of this and then some. So when I talk about past lives, I really invite you to look into this with an intuitive lens rather than a rational egoic mind. So the word past life itself isn't really true to what it is. Because it's not really the past. It's just an aspect of you currently existing. Because time doesn't exist. We're in this everlasting continuum where everything is happening simultaneously here and now. And when I say past life, don't think it happened from this year to this year. And I got to figure out who I was and what I did and who I knew. Like, You're not going to find hard evidence like that. And that's just your human mind that wants to do so. But everything with past lives is very subtle. And like all the things in the spiritual world are, you know, it's very intuitive, you know. So 
<clears throat> past lives really hold the wisdom that can help us gain an understanding or get the healing necessary for this lifetime, our current life, to be better. They're aspects of yourself. And I know that not everyone believes in past lives and not everyone has to. Like, I grew up in a household where past lives are dismissed, but my entire life, I've always believed in past lives. It never made sense to me that our soul was put here for this one lifetime and then leaves and that's it. And I recall my parents telling me, we have one life, this is it, it's a test, (laughs) you know. But then I also remember things on the flip side where they would tell me stories from a religious text. Um, a specific one that actually stands out to me is, so there was this beautiful woman who was unfortunately very unkind and every time she would go out and about, she would flaunt her beauty. She wouldn't help others. So when she passed and came back, God made her a willow tree and she asked, why am I a willow tree? So then God responds by saying, okay, now you can flaunt your beauty all day and that's what you like to do. But see, she wasn't able to mingle with other people, belittle other people or anything of that sort. So there was a lesson for her to learn. And it's interesting because that actually relates to shamanism and how they call upon and work with the plant people, the rock people, and so on and so forth. But I believe that the soul lives on and that it takes on different reincarnations. And some reincarnations are humans some animals, maybe plants, but I think our soul has this time lag in between lifetimes where it just ponders upon, okay, what were the lessons I learned in this lifetime and what are the things that I still need to work on? So in Hinduism, Buddhism, and other like spiritual uh, contexts, there's this notion of past lives and dharma, which is very crucial. And dharma is Sanskrit for purpose, life purpose. So when we were born, we were each given a purpose. And this purpose is tied to the gifts that we were given. Certain lives are more significant in this life than others. And certain periods within this lifetime will draw out past lives. The crucial ones, the ones that we needed to learn from. And we have human lifetimes, different realms, different planets, And it varies based on how many lifetimes you've had. So for example, I know I've had earth lifetimes, but I've also been part of the angelic realm at some point, which is why I have this natural gravitation and affinity to working with angels for my healing sessions. And angels are on a way higher dimension. I think it's like 14, 16, or 17, but it's a very high dimension. And just to give you an idea, this world that we're living in, this is 3D. And next, we're kind of leveling up into 4D. Like, I would say we're currently in 4D because that's where the 4D and the the 3D and the 5D are kind of coming together. But there's just this period of confusion and chaos before we get into 5D. And 5D is all about spirit realm and just consciousness. Um, I digress. So that's why we all have these things we're naturally drawn to, gifts to offer to the world. And the best way I find to go about it is to follow the familiarity. 
So our bodies are basically these compasses that are always signaling us where to go, what to do, what feels right. And it's like, have you ever had this a feeling of excitement when you meet someone or you do something and your heart just expands? Like our bodies are these instruments and they're always picking up on frequencies. And the frequencies are guiding us like, okay, this feels right or this feels wrong. So for me, I really follow the frequencies of my body and I see how something feels in me physically and that allows me to see, okay, how does this resonate with my soul? Because a lot of times the mind puts on stories, but you're not actually feeling it in your body. You're just creating a story for yourself. So it's very different when you feel something in your body physically. It's like nostalgia and you have this inner knowingness like, oh my God, that's exactly what happened. Oh my God, I totally know him. Oh my God, I remember doing this in a past life or oh my God, like, you know, whatever it is, right? And in spiritual beliefs, it's that our soul kind of have these strings, So this leads me to a spiritual belief of how our souls have these invisible strings that are connected to different places, people, and situations. So our soul needs to hit all these different points in order to keep progressing. And that's kind of where the concept of soulmates and twin flames comes in. So romantic or platonic, you might meet someone and for a period of time you guys are really close and you love each other and whatever and you learn lessons that you need to learn from one another and then your souls can part ways and move on and recently I actually parted ways with the one person who I thought I was solid with in this lifetime my best friend 26 years and although it was the hardest thing I've become so resilient that I knew how to cope and process things so it didn't affect me as badly and It's interesting because we've had discussions and we both know that we were husband and wife in another life. So in this lifetime, I felt the betrayal, but it didn't sting as badly. And after her, I became close with another person who was actually going through a similar situation with her best friend of many years. And then um, we just parted. And oh, so it's interesting Because her and I are both intuitive, so we knew that we were sisters in Atlantis. Like, I had seen it, uh, and she felt it too, so, yeah. But, again, she served her purpose, and off she went. You know, all the best to her. But today's podcast was actually um, inspired by one of my near and dear friends, Monica, who... I've known since high school and she actually got me into astrology when I was like 19, 20 years old due to my (laughs) ridiculously chaotic dating life. And after that, my spiritual path unfolded. And the reason she inspired today's podcast is because I was meditating and I saw that her and I were sisters in another life. And that doesn't really surprise me because... Our relationship has this beautiful ebb and flow of learning, growing, and understanding. There's also a particular individual who's a singer in this lifetime, and we both feel like home for one another because there's this deep understanding, knowingness, and comfort when we're together. But in another lifetime, 
we were partners and we would sit under a tree by the ocean, write for one another. And it's crazy because how I discovered his music were lyrics that I had already known. And I remember having that vision and I was like, holy shit. Like, and this is like five, six years ago. But like several lyrics in this lifetime, he hasn't experienced, but they stem from our time together. And who knows, like other lifetimes of his. But when I heard it years ago, I knew I had to meet him before I had even known what he looked like or anything. And it's interesting too, because in that lifetime, we were swimming in the ocean and he drowned. So in this lifetime, he loves the ocean, but there's something about it that he can't get past and he doesn't know how to swim. It's his fear. So what I'm describing to you now is just that. You just know. So this brings me to soulmates and twin flames, which both words are essentially for the same concept. It's an individual who's a teacher in some shape, way, or form. And the thing is, most people play a romantic connotation with these, but that's not how it ha it has to be. So if you're meant to have a partner in this lifetime that's of your soul and you're meant to have that, then it'll happen and it might feel wonderful. But for other people, they might not have that because it's more important for them to feel themselves. It's not there for everyone because you can be your own soulmate. You can be your own twin flame. Hell, you can even be married, but your process can be all about yourself. All to say that not everything is meant to last forever because essentially this life is temporary. There might be someone that you meet for five minutes, you have that one conversation that your soul needed to keep going on its path. And that's that. I know for me, that happens all the time. I meet someone, we hit it off, and we never see each other again. And I'm totally fine with that. I thank them for showing up because that conversation sparks something in me, a thought process, an idea, something. But that's the conversation I needed and that's the only person I could have it with. So our souls are constantly directing and guiding us and it takes this knowingness, this connection to get all the puzzle pieces and put it together and see the big picture. So something that's not many people know is that I actually, as a child, till I was at least six or seven, spoke fluent Spanish so I grew up in Los Angeles. Our neighbors were Salvadorian. P.S. Love pupusas. If you know a good spot, DM me. Um, but yeah, and the grandma, she didn't speak English, but she would take care of us. Me and her grandson used to play all the time. We went to the same school and stuff too. And then uh, we moved when I was seven or eight. So then the Spanish was gone. However, when I got into high school, I was just naturally drawn. I was like, I'm going to learn Spanish. Then I have more job opportunities too. And everything came back to me. And I remember at China Hills High, my, my Spanish teacher, she was like, you know Spanish. You need to be taking the Spanish speaking one. You can't be taking the intro. And I was like, I actually don't know how I know this. And um, yeah, but then I remember like having a dream that I was actually a medicine woman witch before. And witch, by the way, doesn't mean evil at all. You know, like 
a lot of witches turned into this evil connotation when the patriarchal rule came in and said, oh my God, these women are powerful. And then they decided to just make it a negative thing by saying witchcraft is evil, witchcraft is this, witchcraft is that, burn them at the stake. But actually, it's just the power of women when they come together and heal each other. So ladies, we're all witches. Um, I'm actually doing next week's episode on this, so stay tuned for that. Um, But yeah, so that made sense to me seeing myself as a medicine woman because I've always been drawn to shamanism. And shamanism is a Latin American healing. And what's my purpose in this lifetime? Healing work. So this actually brings me to another interesting experience, which, um, so a little bit of background. My parents are from Fiji Islands. Yes, like the bottled water. And my ancestors were enslaved from Pakistan, India, what had no border at the time. And in this lifetime, I've always struggled to be told what to do. I don't do so well with authority. And recently, my current corporate job actually triggered some things. And I was able to realize, you know, when it surfaced, I I was able to realize it and I was like, holy shit. And I cleared it out, spoke to my mentor and everything. But all to say that our subconscious is from our lineage, AKA our ancestors and our own past lives. So in an essence, we are our own ancestors at the same time as well. That is really food for thought right there. And a couple years ago, I went to Dubai and we visited these beautiful palaces and it was so resonant for me. And I remember a particular one where I just knew the landscape. I knew where the bathroom was, the kitchen, what exotic animals they had. And I felt very constricted. And I know I was a princess that lived there in another lifetime. And it's interesting because in this lifetime, I love wearing cultural clothes and feeling like royalty. And even my middle name means princess in Arabic. So yeah, Uh, I definitely encourage you guys to sit and think about those little connections. Like you just have this knowingness. When you know, you know. Um, Yeah, so something else I want to talk about is how... uh, common lives, like common past lives that we've all had and and experienced. Some of the most common past lives many of us have experienced include ancient Egypt because it's believed that we've all been there. It was one of the first human civilizations and I was obsessed with Egypt as a kid until this day. One of my proudest works is my sixth grade laminated hieroglyph alphabet book, which till this day I recall telling my dad I wasn't going to BS it. I wanted absolutely everything to be accurate. And even today, I work with the Egyptian goddesses, and I feel a very deep calling to visit Egypt, and will do so once all the traffic re- travel restrictions are lifted. Um, another place is Atlantis. So I'm not talking about the luxury resort in the Bahamas, But it is something that many of us remember, you know, being from a city that went underwater and the people had webbed feet. And from my memory, Atlantis fell because the science overtook spirit and there was a misuse of power. And then we have Lemuria, 
which was all about bringing heaven to earth. And this actually predated Atlantis. So Lemuria is actually modern day Hawaii and the heart is Kauai. And all the Pacific Islands, including where my parents are from, so Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, um, it was all about the heart, living in union with Gaia, having community by dance and song. And while Atlantis was about the mind, Lemuria was all about the heart. And I actually visited Kauai a year ago, and Nepali Coast is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. I'm so blessed to have experienced that via helicopter, and I remember being in the helicopter knowing that's exactly what Lemuria looked like. So I think that's also where... The mermaid archetype comes from which is something i'm very drawn to i've always been since i was a child uh, because mermaids are all about the unity of earth and the sea so that being said these are some of the civilizations i encourage you to look into these are real civilizations but they were 5d so research and see what calls to you you never know what comes up so to conclude, as human beings, we're always connecting, we're always having different experiences, and we have all these different aspects of our personality that comes together purposely to craft our character in this lifetime so that we can have the experiences we want in this 3D world. And I don't really believe that Source Creator of the Universe is ever taking a wrong turn because at the end of the day, it's all for us to be authentic. And I've considered how much of life is free will versus destiny. And I think the more aligned you are with your higher self, the less dense human levels you need to conquer and the less you would want to divert from what you're here to be and do. And things are always happening for a reason. I know I have free will, but there are parallel universes. So every decision we make is being lived out in another universe. And this is called quantum leaping, quantum shifting. And I'm actually going to be making a video about this on my Instagram um, series on mindset, which is every Tuesday, thriving Tuesday. So check that out next week. But sometimes people think that, you know, if something's meant to be, it's just gonna happen. But there's a healthy balance between taking action and sitting back and relaxing and letting it come to you because joy is specific to you. So you do what makes you joyful because that's the purpose that's expressed and that's the driving force behind the action. You take action because it brings you joy, further putting you in alignment. So how aligned you are with your intuition will decipher a lot. So for example, if traumas of this lifetime are related to other lifetimes, right? Then that's your purpose to break the cycle because trauma travels through family lines until someone is ready to heal it. And when you heal it, you're not just setting yourself and future generations free, but your ancestors are celebrating you. And that is why honoring your ancestors is so important. So in June, I'll be offering a workshop in regards to how to work with ancestors because there is a certain way to go about it to make sure that you're not getting pimped out by a trickster, malevolent spirit. 
And yeah, if that calls to you, keep an eye out on it. But back to how you can tap into your past lives is you can go to a past life regressionist. You can have your Akashic records pulled. You can sit and meditate. And if you're into crystals, I highly recommend getting an appetite. So that's A-P-A-T-I-T-E. Connect with the crystal and really use that energy to tap into your past lives. And you can also just sit and meditate and call upon your higher self for ancestors. Or you can program your sleep, you know, before falling asleep and ask like, okay, I would like answers and dreams on this and that. But you also have to, you know, upon waking, journal and not pick up your damn phone. Um, because you're, you're setting that intention. Um, what else can you do? So those are some things you can do. And I think it's also important to notate, uh, if you're going to do a past life meditation on YouTube, someone that I personally worked with is Elena Blage and she has some meditations on her YouTube. Her name is E-L-E-N-A, last name B-L-A-J. So check out her work if it resonates. But all in all, past life regressions are to access different resources, codes, and expressions within our soul so we can bridge over to gain access to the information that can help us in this lifetime here and now. And I feel really called to talk about deja vu and it signifies that you're in the right place at the right time. So it's confirmation that you are indeed on the right path. Um, also pay attention to little things in your daily life. like. If you have a calling to visit a certain place, it's probably because your soul wants to visit. I know for me, I need to go to Morocco, Italy, Ibiza, and Egypt. So another thing to be aware of is what are your fears and phobias? Because these can signify that you were a slave, killed, murdered, mistreated. Maybe you were hung or beheaded. And that's why a lot of people are actually afraid of being choked because it's this memory that's embedded. You know, if you're scared of cars or planes, you probably died that way in a past life. And the reason we carry those traumas into this life is because it was significant and moved with us in this lifetime subconsciously. So that's why it needs to be healed in this lifetime. And this is really becoming a huge part of my energy work and coaching. Um, and it's honestly very powerful generational work. But, you know, if this resonates with you, then I highly encourage you to explore it. And even if you do research, get a past life regression, go to a medium or channel, you know, like someone channels for you. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility and opportunity to learn for yourself. So build in stillness in your life. Tune into your heart and ask, what brings me joy? What do I want? Ask yourself, what are my fears? What's it related to? If you're afraid of spiders and nothing happened in your childhood in this lifetime, then it's something from a past life. It doesn't exist anymore, but we're holding on to things from the past. Also ask yourself, what are you what am i drawn to and really dive in and listen to the whispers of your soul our past lives are connected to places that we feel drawn to so ask like 
where have I been or where do I want to go? And I know it sounds really weird at first, but when you really start to dabble in it, it'll come to you. Maybe I could be from here. Maybe I lived in this era. You know, there's like this, maybe there's like a movie that you're really drawn to or a time period. I know for me, I love mafia movies like Casino, Bronx Tale, and I've always been very drawn to New York, so I think I might have been the daughter of a mafia man in past life. And my dad is kind of like one of those badass kind of guys too, so I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was my dad and did that in another life, but when you're asking these questions, don't let your mind just make up a story. Kind of like how I shared in the beginning of the podcast is where do you feel it in your body? And another thing is you already know, but there's layers that you have placed before you that are preventing you from accessing the higher truth. Maybe first you're going to have to shed the belief that past lives don't exist. Maybe that's what's holding you back from knowing And once you shed those beliefs, then you could start to see like, okay, well, I'm more than just this physical body. Maybe I have this soul. Maybe I've been here before. What really resonates with me? Another thing is the mind wants to know how many lifetimes you've had, but that doesn't really exist because again, time doesn't exist. So just sit and think, what could your past lives be? Based on your current interest, what cultures or time periods you resonate with, what calls to you, what archetypes resonate with you, what languages come to you easily, what feels like home to you, are there certain places you want to travel to or things you like doing, are you just musically inclined, maybe certain dances just come naturally for you. Maybe you like a type of food or you cook a particular type of food without, you know, having to try too hard. This is our inner sense, this knowingness. So I hope you take the time to dive in deep. I'm really curious to know what your past life experiences have been. How did you find them? Was it through meditation? Was it through a download that you just received by being in the state of flow? And you can also keep a journal and every time you have kind of this like tidbit of an idea or something, maybe a dream, maybe it just comes to you, you can write it down and keep on working at it. And over time, you'll naturally begin to feel more in tune with it. And just like everything else, it's a muscle. If you've never even considered that past lives exist, like... And you feel like, you know, don't be like, oh my God, now I need to think of like all 12 of my lifetimes. Like right now, like, you know, who knows how many lifetimes you've had, but which lifetimes are significant for what you're here for now. That's what matters. Um, But be patient with yourself. It takes time and it takes release and it takes surrender. So you can't force knowing it'll come when it, when you're ready. So remember, you chose to be here. 
Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.